What's good? Welcome back to Agitator, the only freestyle storytelling podcast starring two mystic juggalo weebs. But today we're just uh we're just chopping it up about yay. This is SPKU, aka Radio Sapuku FM. <laughs> Coming into your speakers like I've, a I've been falling on that sword for years, son. Falling on the sword. We're falling on the sword with Adam Lair, safety propagandist, author, one of the great living American novelists, essayists, etc. Botch chatification. Botch chatification. Fucking the yeah. man of man of doing everything. Renaissance yeah. man. Yeah, bot chatification full length CD is almost out. It's done. It's mastered. It's got the your hairy ass on the cover. It's got yeah, I know. It's funny, dude. I always forget to shave my ass. Like, I uh, I'm fucking, you know, for the shows I go full dolphin because you know you want to show all the definitions. So I basically just do the bodybuilder thing of getting rid of all the hair. But I always forget that I have like a crazy fucking fur burger and it just never dawns upon me to shave my asshole. So I but I think it kind of works for the cover and it makes it stupider in a way. <laughs> it, you it, know? It, uh, it adds. Yeah, no, it for sure adds to the cover. Yeah. And that's what uh, yeah, usually I got Michelle, Michelle. Michelle's role in the band is just like shaving my back and whatnot, but she missed a, a huge spot, we'll say, for the cover. Yeah. Hey, hey, missed a spot. Well, you told her don't go down there. So, you know. She... <laughs> yeah, she gets a little she get she gets a little uh, liberal with the trimmers. <laughs> well, today we're uh we're gonna be talking about one of the only good Gen Xers, Mr. Kanye West dropped Vultures One. This is a this is a first impressions episode because I just was there an announcement to this? Was there any type of rollout? Yeah, well, definitely there was a rollout, but no one knew if it was going to come out. But he's been doing the listening parties. And well, first, like he did. Um, first, he he was just been dropping like photos of him and Ty and then like other collaborators. Then he did the cover album or what was going to be the cover, but it ended up just being a single cover, which is the Caspar David Friedrich painting with the Burzum mm. uh, logo-esque logo. And honestly, that was kind of like worrying me. So I, I, I mean, I've been so worried that Kanye just has like the worst, dumbest 4chan posers like chirping in his ear right now. And it's really annoying to me like it's not that radical for black for rappers now to reference black metal. Like I recall Danny Brown wearing a mayhem t-shirt last year. Oh I yeah. Remember he kind of has always been that way. Like, yeah, Danny. yeah. He's always <laughs> been like that. I like Danny Brown, you know, but it's just like, um, Kanye is his own thing. You know, he doesn't need to, uh, he doesn't need to reference like Norwegian men now in their sixties to be radical. Um, so I was a little bit worried and then, uh, but otherwise everything's just been so cool. The John Raffman video for the first single vultures, uh, which features, um, it has an opening verse by playboy Cardi. The single's okay. It's a little, it's not one of the better songs on the record as it turns out, but the video that, uh, Raffman did, 
And it's funny, dude. Like, dude, Raffman, I haven't talked to him in a while, but through uh, James Ferraro, the music producer, he's a friend of mine. He's like, yo, have you uh, have you been um, keeping up with John Raffman? I was like, nah, you know, I saw him last summer. He did a show at a gallery downtown. And he's like, yo, he's been working with Kanye. I'm like, really? That's pretty cool. And he goes, apparently Kanye's just been like ruining his life. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that tracks. But um, the video that Raffman did, I thought was amazing. You know, weird, gothic, but not like too try hard. It's not, it doesn't, it, it comes off like it's referencing a bunch of things, but it's always, a, it's always funny to me with Kanye People are like, oh, he's a Nazi. He's a fat. He's basically Hotep. <laughs> he's still like super black at the end of the day, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's funny. We were actually having this conversation a whole lot going up to uh, I've been up and down Midwest. So like my impressions of the album are strictly the songs because I've no I've just been driving, selling books like in business mode. And then this album mm. dropped and I was like, oh, shit. And just been having it on rotation uh, from fucking missouri down to texas uh but all that hotep shit came up in conversation several times in different ways when my uh my thing was like you know what's funny is like black nationalists today their greatest allies and a lot of their um overall goals would be like pretty hardcore right-wing dudes yeah in a lot of i mean some of them for sure uh it's the issue of israel specifically divides a lot of um what are typical uh political alliances because you have um zionist right-wingers you have uh softer zionist liberals and then you have like super woke anti-zionists and then you have black nationalist anti-zionists and then extreme right-wing anti-zionists etc etc so it's always like it's israel's like a very fracturing issue and but what kanye has been saying about jews he's just like he has the big this isn't the first person to be saying this shit you know black entertainers have been talking about getting fucked over by jewish executives for like a very long time james brown used to talk about it um ice cube talks about it a lot even fucking Kyrie Irving talks about it, you know? So, but Kanye's just got like in a massive platform and he's crazy as a goddamn loon. He doesn't know when to ease up on it. But um, I think his primary, he's not, he's not advocating for like, a, he's not advocating anything for a, like, his primary advocacy seems to be black ownership. Like, he mm -hmm. thinks he deserves to own the platform because he's the one who drives all the clicks towards it. And that's a fair enough argument. He's fucking, what, 30 years into his career now and still the most enduringly fascinating man alive. I mean, no one, I think back in 2013 when he said, I am a god, a lot of people misinterpreted the line, but it, what he was basically saying is that uh, the internet is god in our world the internet is god and me as someone who commands the algorithm uh with utmost precision and power is a god within that structure 
Yeah, yeah. At I least, mean, that was a, that least... was a Beatles level statement, just as yeah. like fact. The we're bigger than Jesus now, like yeah, and it bangs. I am a god, you know. It's sick. <laughs> um, that said, I did kind of think Kanye was washed up, um, not as a public figure, but as a just musically. Yeah, every single record since Jesus, and I'm even going to include Life of Pablo in this. Life of Pablo has some great tracks, but it uh, feels a little meandering. It's almost like more of a mixtape in a lot of ways than uh, album. Because a Kanye album, what he's so good at is the final product. Like, this motherfucker can edit. He edits down to, like, the raw shit to the point where it's perfect. And all of his albums seem to lack that kind of ethic following Yeezus. There were a couple of moments, like I think um, the Kids See Ghost record is absolutely incredible, but it's only like seven tracks. Long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I put on Vultures. Um, where were M- Michelle and I had to drive somewhere? Uh, oh, yeah, Chinese New Year. So we had to drive into the city with all the traffic on Saturday. And Dude, happy like, new year yeah happy new year <laughs> and um by the time it gets to the third track paid i'm like holy shit this is like as good as i think this is really 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 good and but then it gets to the trilogy of talking back to me hood rat do that's like, yes that's exactly the talking back to me hood rat do it it, and then paperwork is killer too dude this mm-hmm. fucking thing is like flush with good tracks the transition from track to track is what makes it such a a real yay album in that way that's like there's no it's not just a oh this is a banger and then yeah that one's a banger too it's the way they all flow together especially it's the final in that, product yeah it, it, that that flow that you just that sort of quadrology from uh back to me all the way down to do or before that even talking all the way down to do it is like the undeniable little quartet right there that just it serves as like its own act of the album yeah and it has um it's kind of back to his golden era where it's like both uh, totally addictive and accessible but also formally experimental in a lot of ways like um he didn't overdo this like black metal thing, thank God. But he he does have some dungeon synth. Like the, the Vultures track has, of course, a dungeon synth um, sample to it, as does uh, Paperwork. And then I love that. Like uh, apparently, it's a sample from um, some Brazilian funk artist. That's like dun, 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 dun. so fucking good. And his rapping is back on point, too. Like, there's a lot of memorable lines. You know, Kanye always had, like, the super good images. You know, I stuck my fist in her like a civil rights sign. Yeah. In his <laughs> songs, you know? Like, he's not, he's never been a rap technician like uh, like Freddie Gibbs or early Nas or something. But he's great at the image. He's great at just, like, the, the line. And there's one that's like, I slice, I dice, I hit it from the back so good <laughs> yeah no there there were so many uh whenever i was listening to kanye verses and well let's see which one 
on Carnival, his verse on Carnival, I was like, bars. Oh shit. I'm I'm having a that's bars reaction to a yay verse. This is we got the boy back. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Cause he is like yeah. our he's almost he's like our David Bowie in a way. I've I've made this exact same statement before. He's the that's only That's probably thing just we where I ripped it close. from. You're the yeah. uh as soon as I <laughs> I was fucking with this so heavy, and then you like DM'd off of something totally different, that crazy fucking burning car on the side of the road that I reacted oh my to. God. Yeah, that was uh, insane. But as soon as you popped up in the DMs, I was like, we gotta talk about about yay, which was today, yeah. and now we're doing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I mean, it feels really it It kind of comes out at a perfect time for me because I was uh, I've been listening to a lot of hip hop again. I think just as a, it's weird. I think, you know, like the black metal um, guitar player from Dark Throne, Fine Riz, all he listens to in real life is uh, like techno and and acid and house music. Cause I think it's like you get kind of sick of listening to whatever you're making. So in the last year, obviously I've been perfecting my scream for the band. So I've been listening to tons and tons and tons of loud guitar music. And I got, I've been getting kind of bored of it. So last few weeks, it's been kind of back in a, a rap mode and then Kanye just drops this thing on me and it's full. Everyone that's like the best in the game right now is on this record. Like Freddie Gibbs has an incredible verse on a, I, what track is it? It's on it's um, the, um, it's the one about fuck. It's the big titty. It's on bitches. hood rat, right? Uh, back to me. Back to me. Yeah. 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 Big titty uh, bitches don't just fall out the sky, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Gibbs is on there. Westside Gun has a verse somewhere. I really like the Griselda crew. And Playboy Cardi has a verse. Yep, he's got YG in there. YG, who hasn't been around forever, but it's it's interesting to think how that happened because YG is like he his the last I remember of him is he had like crazy Trump derangement syndrome, but maybe he's been red pilled too. <laughs> All the my friend messaged me the other day. He's like. So how nervous do you think Ty Dolla Sign was in the booth when Kanye was doing his verses? <laughs> I was like, probably pretty nervous. But everyone knows, like, Kanye just elevates these guys to a pantheon that they weren't at before. Like, Kid Cudi, for instance, alone, guys are complete mediocrity. Oh, There's yeah. not one fucking Kid Cudi album I'll ever put on and give a shit about. But everything he does with Kanye, whether it's like the gorgeous chorus or um, Kid uh, Ghost, the Kid C Ghost, he sounds incredible. And I think um, not that I have ever like Ty Dolla Sign's a great singer and whatnot, but I've never investigated his albums. But here he becomes something else. Like everyone just kind of becomes the sort of like avant-garde version of themselves beneath his production beneath his aura he's like a sorcerer and i mean this whole fucking thing dude like did you check out any of the merchandise yet yeah yeah with that where that is it's all going for like 20 bucks right now on yeezy.com yeah like he actually made good on that promise which is like incredible and i bought 
two t-shirts yesterday for myself, two t-shirts for Michelle. Anyways, but what you know, the 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 Wagnerian concept of Gesachtswerk, you know, there's very few people that attempt this anymore. Uh, cinema is supposed to be like a Gesachtswerk, of course, but it rarely feels like it anymore. But Kanye, you know, when he, there's so many layers to what he's doing. There's the interviews, uh, which are always like a delight to watch, <laughs> and then there's the rollouts, which is like obtuse images on his instagram and weird messages on twitter you know media stories about him wigging out and then the uh, actual visual spectacles and then the album what's been missing until recently is the album like the last one i gotta say like really kind of just felt like an incomplete project to me the way it's like uh just like bad ideas looping the same songs over and over um yeah, just a lot of the it, uh, yeah, a lot of the censoring too was an interesting uh, experimental choice, but unpleasant on the ears on multiple re-listens. Exactly, it just didn't have the same like addictiveness. Like when Jesus came out, I listened to that shit over and over and over, and this is the first album that has that. And that like literally, Kanye is the only artist alive who actually does that. Like, there's a lot of records that come out, dude. Like, you know, a band I'll like will drop an album. Let's say uh, fucking Satanic War Master drops an album. Oh, cool. Let me go listen to that. I play it once. Oh, my God, that was nice. Kanye is, like, the only person who I get, like, really addicted to it, where I find myself putting it on over and over and over. And that's just a... That's kind of how music used to be. It's like he, the market used to be less saturated. So when your favorite people would put out new shit, you just bought the record and listened to it a lot. Now we have so much that it's impossible to have that same feeling. And yet his shit is so good and addictive. He disintegrates pretty much all his competitors. And, 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 and he does grip your attention in a way that feels like there's nothing else happening supernatural yeah yeah that was that kind of like early odd future experience i had with like the earl sweatshirts doris album where that i just had playing non-stop uh danny brown's triple x was a non-stop triple x was amazing to this day a non-stop it's and those are also like their uh big yay disciples too no matter for sure and jpeg 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 has some production on the record um oh, JPEG Mafia. yeah he does he has three tracks on it i could see that uh i think uh hood rat that Carnival. makes sense though. hood rat yeah. hood rat hood rat hood rat yeah 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 and uh jpeg's kind of a frustrating artist to me i really really like his first two albums he's a good rapper and his production is unique but he has the internet tendency of just releasing way too much um and then and also he's like as a public figure he's kind of jarring too because he's like so close to getting it correct but then kind of diverts back to like oh i'm black i had it worse than the rest of you blah 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 vote for (laughs) vote for democrats whatever um but it's interesting to see like kanye you know that's 
like Kanye has that much influence that like he'll spend a couple years just burning every fucking bridge. But all these guys, when they get that call, are doped and they there's just no chance in hell they're not going to take the opportunity to work with them. And it's like it's for sure from our perspective, a a spectacle and like sort of a performance art in itself, just watching his life, basically. But everything being the way he will always pull it off, like you said, no matter how many bridges are burned, it's like, fuck, bro. It's like, is this just like how much of this is on purpose, not orchestrated in a fake way? Like there's people who genuinely want to lose Kanye's number, but he still pulls it off. Yeah, I think just because like he's never really gotten corny you know people will like forgive you for being provocative and naughty but they won't forgive you for being corny like like think about the people who actually cut him off jay-z john legend like who fucking cares about these motherfuckers anymore like they're jay-z hasn't been good since the 90s when he was a criminal that's straight facts you know He's just a goofy motherfucker in flip-flops now. The yeah, only no, cool no. thing that Jay-Z has been a part of is that feral bitch Solange attacking him in a goddamn elevator. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only cool thing he's done in the 21st century. So fuck these people. But like, um, we're at, we're at a generation now where Kanye's an old head and these are guys that all fucking worship him. They're not going to... And come on, let's face it. These guys aren't super well-educated. They're not going to have super firm positions in politics or whatever. They're malleable. But the they're you, like, I mean, the way, the way you should be as an artist, because you, you're, you should mold not to like, uh, you know, not, not in that you have nothing that you stand on, but like you're an artist. You're supposed to like the nature of art is chiseling things away reshaping clay experimenting with music like yeah it is interesting solid dude. rock i remember being a kid and rap music was controversial because the people who made it were like fucking criminals and murderers right, right? Yeah, yeah that shit still exists but it's not even like it doesn't create any sort of aura of controversy around it at all what does is Kanye West saying, don't join a gang. Don't kill your, don't kill each other. Uh, worship God. Mm-hmm. And f- <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, uh, how can I be anti-Semitic of- when I just fucked a Jewish bitch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, like there's a lot of what you can't, this guy's always speaking whatever truth he feels at the time. And people feel that in in a very raw way. This album, he's grappling with uh, mental illness, sobriety, Christianity, fatherhood. I mean, there's that one song towards uh, towards the end of the album where he's talking about, um, you know, dark nights of the soul, thinking about killing himself. And he's like, if I go make sure my kids... um, live the life they want to live like very uh michelle actually kind of michelle cried while we were listening to it and uh 
he like okay for instance in between all the he does say like some really retarded and bananas things but that's because he's like he's a motor mouth and he's like he's savant so he's probably of like middling intelligence but like you know middling communicative intelligence incredibly high creative intelligence i've always felt very uh i've always felt very close to ea in that way same and and that i know i'm functioning on another level but i'm fucking retarded (laughs) yeah i i i totally agree so he kind of talks faster than he thinks but he also talks about things that are just like so true to me like he had this one interview where he's talking about just like how hard monogamy is in a porn culture. And um, I'm like, if you think that this is like false, you a have just women aren't attracted to you and you can't get pussy or B are just lying to yourself. Because like, if you love a woman and you've committed to your, uh, to her, you're still going to be, dude, I could, there are fucking eight girls that I could fuck right now if I wanted to, right? You know, that's part of, like, having a little clout in this goddamn game. But, like, him talking about that struggle and how grappling with these kinds of addictions makes you stronger, that shit hits very real to me. Like, he says enough things that are beautiful and, like, absolutely true for me to still love him and not give a fuck about the shit that i don't agree with yeah yeah no there's something to be said about like manners i think because yay being somebody who that you know they want to completely like never even bring up the rags to riches story when he's been around for forever it's like kind of assumed people know where yay came from but like uh yeah you know he he's like real chicago street who built him he's a fucking billionaire now and the most influential artist alive by far and people really really hate uh i've experienced this from people on a much lower level just in like the publishing industry people hate the manners of the lower lower class and i don't think that's anything that you ever uh shed that's nothing you ever learn like yeah he's got no manners they want people to stay in their place Mm -hmm. you know they were fine with kanye Adidas loved having Kanye design their entire fucking line, right? But as soon as, you know, there was conflict at a, at the certain point, like, okay, so Adidas' main line is selling this much and Yeezy is selling this much, but you won't give him an ownership stake? That's like a clear case of like, let's keep this in his place. I hate to say it, but... Yeah. Yeah, that is how these fucking people think. Liberals are like, it's 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 not even a knee jerk racism. It's just like a knee jerk like, let's keep the order as it is. Um, and he's like a real fucking disruptor because, you know, he didn't like, he's achieved all this just through popularity and artistry, which is much different than like creating an iPhone, you know? I mean, surely Steve Jobs is like a disruptor, but Kanye got into this class of people in such a different way than anyone else ever has. There's never been a freaking artist that entered the billionaire class before. 
and it's fucking people up. And to the extent that it has before, I mean, I guess Jay-Z and Diddy, but both these motherfuckers uh, live in the shadows. Yeah. You know, we don't know fucking dick about them. Yeah. And sort of did their whole like apologetic uh, cut off the balls and just, yeah, stay in the Manji place, you know, Jay-Z just kind of shut I feel like he never would have played the Uncle Tom role, but he decided to just basically shut up and back away. And that's yeah. what, like, I mean, that's why uh, that's why Kanye is so dangerous is because he disrupts the whole system by being that person who is, uh, I think he's one of the greatest role models to... Uh, people from nothing, artists from nothing, uh, anybody in this era of all the technology at your fingertips, you can get there however you want. If you grind and you like have yeah. the goods, you there's like instead of that one Michael Jordan, like we could have, I mean, not literally in the NBA, just for you know, ratio reasons, but in, in terms of that level star there's so many more opportunities. Somebody from right down the street from me, even like that Mexican OT is blowing the fuck up. And he came from nothing. Uh, and now it's like with the baby and throwing millions around and like, you know, all diamonded out and shit. Uh, yeah. It's almost like they'll, they'll reward greatness with wealth and, and influence. Right. But they won't let, they won't, give an ownership stake and they won't give you your individuality back hood rat hood rat hood rat hood rat dude have you seen the reviews there are some of them are out for vultures one oh shit what is what do we got i knew this was gonna fucking happen so like kanye's always pretty much gotten excellent reviews from critics i remember yeezus got a 10 from pitchfork or whatever like he was a critical darling and i just knew this was the moment where they were going to start like coping, right? Because it's after the point of no return for him, but it's also an instant masterpiece. So they're all like, all right, this motherfucker from the times, Will Hodgkinson. All right. Obviously Jewish calls vultures one, a quote, charmless disaster. He pans the lyrics describing them as tired hip-hop cliches. The production, which he considers unoriginal in comparison to West's previous work. He also criticized the way that West addressed controversies leading up to the album, especially his anti-Semitic comments, y'all bet. Nonetheless, Hodgkinson found that Vultures is not all bad, yet, despite saying it's not all bad, he gives it a one out of five review which means he thinks it's all bad. Yeah. Yeah, no uh, con- no integrity, no journalistic integrity. No, these motherfuckers. I mean, music journalism is in the goddamn shitter and has been for a long time, but still this is uh complex. All right, so complex, the guy's trying to be <laughs> It seems like he's trying to mask his enthusiasm a little bit. He says, "Quote Vultures One ex- exceeded my expectations. 20 years into his recording career, Wes is still an excellent producer and curator. Despite all this, he gives it a three out of fucking five. 
yeah, this is fucking crazy. I don't know. Not that music. It's kind of cool that Kanye is getting bad reviews now. Like, um, like I think it's very awesome to get shitty reviews from music journalists now. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, it's not like have the Grammys ever actually picked the best fucking album for that year? Like, if I look back at 1967 uh, for what what's the best record from 1970, am I going to refer to the Grammys? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah, won yeah. the Grammy that year? No, like these things are decided by audiences, by people who think about art and music. And honestly, for me, the trilogy of Kanye West was always 808's Twisted Fantasy and Yeezus. This record, I think, is belongs on that, like at that level. Oh, yeah. Like I like the, the first three records. He obviously was very talented, but the moment that I agreed with everyone that he was a genius was 808s because it was so to make something so radically different than your previous work and just kind of shocked me and then he just kept getting better and better but this record is on that fucking level and the thing that it's always been that like um that addictive quality kind of comes from that pop sensibility as well that's not as it's difficult to explain because it's not as simple as just being like, oh, accessible. It's infectious in the way, in like all caps, like not just uh, catchy, not just, but like he just understands music on like an intrinsic level, not something that yeah. you can be taught, which actually helps that like it's not even a, it's not even a diss to say he's like of kind of mid wit. It's more like, a relief you can check out the rest of this breakdown over on patreon.com slash agitator along with a whole catalog of long uncensored episodes access to the private agitator discord behind the scenes content on agitator films early raw footage on agitator films and coming soon an exclusive short film and a whole lot more if you fuck with us Go throw some money. $5 tier. Agitator Z over on Patreon.com slash Agitator.